from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louis B. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today on the Thai Cats Audio Network. Louis B. here with you on a Victory Monday edition of the program. Not just any Victory Monday, a playoff victory edition of the show. And Thai Cats beating Montreal 23-12 in the Eastern semifinal last night. What a scene at Tim Hortons Field, just absolutely incredible. The snow was falling pretty much throughout the game. Uh, you know, it was just an absolutely fantastic afternoon for football. It was a little bit chilly, not going to lie, um, but uh, it was a great day for football and the Ticats. Getting the job done, beating Montreal and advancing to the Eastern Final next week on Sunday against the Toronto Argonaut should be a, a great game. We'll tee that game up for you throughout the week here. Uh, but just a quick show here today because the Thai Cats are off. They will return to the practice field tomorrow. So I do want to make sure you heard what the guys were saying after the game today. So we're going to hear from Coach Orlando Steinauer. We're going to hear from uh, Jeremiah Masoli. Real quick, we're going to hear the only question that Jeremiah Masoli was asked by our friend Steve Milton. Uh, and then we'll hear from Julian House there as well. But the Ticats getting the job done and moving on to the Eastern Final. And uh, we want to make sure that uh, the black and gold is well represented in Toronto. So you can go to argonauts.ca for tickets. Maybe we can make BMO Field another blackout and get behind the guys. It was a great game defensively. It was a great game on special teams. And you're going to hear from Coach. He admits that the offense... Wasn't as great as it, 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 it could have been, but you know, as coach has said before, that you know, if you can win two of the three phases of the game, you're you're doing a pretty good job. The Ticats really dominating on the key stats, including sacks and turnovers. Six sacks, five turnovers, and the uh, the Alouettes only just getting the one sack. So defensively, the Ticats were absolutely fantastic and getting the job done. All right, let's hear from the head coach of the Ticats. That is Orlando Steinauer. Here's what he had to say after the game yesterday afternoon. They do, but each game kind of takes on a meaning of its own. So uh, meaning, you know, I think we were able to do a great job in two of the three phases tonight, and it won't always be like that. Sometimes it's uh, offense and special teams. Sometimes it's offense and defense. I thought we, for the most part, kept our penalties in check. Um, it was very, you know, it was a hot-tempered game, and there was a lot of lot of opportunity to maybe get mixed up. And I thought in the second half, especially, we we toned it back a little bit. Um, no doubt, in this league, you're you're going to have to score points more times than not, but they can come a lot of different ways. I thought we made a timely touchdown that swung the momentum and really got us back in. I thought the defense had some some stops right when it counted, uh, the big turnover before the half. Those are all momentum swings. And, you know, when you have field position and momentum, uh, oftentimes that equals points. So at the end of the day, in elimination football, you'd like to sit here and say that you're going to, you got to be clicking in all three phases, but that's just simply not the case. You need one more point than the other team. Well, I don't think that, you know, it, early he had some big chunks. You know, I think I saw a few runs of seven and nine. And that sort of thing. And like I said, coming into the game, you're not going to stop him. Like if they want to give him the ball, he's going to get it, the ball. You know, he's going to get yards because he just falls forward. But I thought we did a good job um, after his initial 
runs of wrapping up. I thought we had some, we weren't wrapping up consistently early. Um, we had, a, you know, when you put yourself in a one-on-one -on -one tackle with him, it's going to be tough. And I thought we were able to get multiple people to the football, so that contributed. And in the game also, you know, I'm sure they would have liked to give him, you know, 20-plus isolated carries, but it just didn't work like that. So, uh, yeah, that definitely contributed. Well, obviously, I think Trevor almost threw the ball 45 times. So you're going to get some yards if you throw the ball 45 times. Just that it's not going to stay this way. Every storm passes. It's just for how long are you are you going to be in it? And that's just our approach. Uh, from day one of training camp, we're always talking about adversity responses and how are we going to respond. And so the regular season to me is information gathering time. So if we would have wilted and turned on each other, that would have showed that we didn't learn anything. So, you know, I was calm mainly because, you you know, you can have a 14-play drive or whatever you want. If it ends in a field goal, the, the name of the game is points, not yards. Now, if they would have marched down a couple times and got points, that's a huge concern. We got to we got to make an in-game adjustment at that point to force the issue. But I didn't I didn't see that. I saw us not executing the way that we needed to uh, credit them for executing on some second and longs even and, and doing those sorts of things. So. Circling back to your, your question, you know, I was calm. Uh, my belief never wavered. Uh, it's not always going to go your way. It just, it just always looks better when your offense is glowing and going up and down the field. But as you saw, their offense was glowing, but it didn't result on the scoreboard. That's, that's the way the saying goes, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's those players that have been there, uh, they take it on their shoulders. And, you know, our biggest thing is, is when you're presented an opportunity to make a play, do you make it? All right. So we try not to get too caught up in grading and what percentage you got. How many play opportunities did you make and how many plays did you make? And so when you have, whether it's, you know, a big name or well-known player or not, you would expect those players to make those plays. But uh, we expect the same thing from people that don't get a lot of press. So proud of those guys. When the spotlight's on them, yeah, they need to step up, and they did. Well, for me, it was, you know, I got to shake all their hands and give them a hug before the, the fans got a chance to see them. And um, that's greatness. That's what ran out there was greatness and people that, uh, want to see the Hamilton Tiger Cats do well and they feel a piece of it, you know, just like everybody who was in the stadium. But, you know, they were out on that field at one time and uh, you'd have to ask them, but I'll bet you it feels really good to hear, you know, to get cheered for again, because that's one thing you don't get once you retire. Nobody, nobody's cheering for you. So I think it's it's good. And, it, you know, and that and, you know, with the week before with the Mosca thing, it's just there's just a lot of history here, you know, the pride and tradition you know, of Tiger Cat football is uh, is special. Just, just a side note there, I did talk to Hitch about it, and he said he was ready to play three series for you guys. No, three kickoffs. You're not going to get no series. <laughs> if you give him contain or something. I know it's early. Um, what can you say about looking ahead to next weekend? Uh, Man, that's just it's so not it's so not me or us. I just always I always want the players. I'll get around to answering that in a second. I just always want the players to enjoy the win first because winning isn't easy, right? It's it's uh, everything on the outside of games that you're supposed to win that everybody talks about. Well, you're this record and this team's no good. Now every week there's coaches that know what they're doing and they put together a game plan to beat you. 
when it comes to this uh, rivalry with Toronto, it's it's going to be. Um, I'm just excited. I'm excited for the opportunity to go down there and 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 try to find a way to get a win. Uh, I haven't thought much about the game plan or you know messaging to the team or whatnot. I just know that this was a lot of great preparation from, and I mean this sincerely, our equipment staff, because you gotta, you better have the right footing out there today. It's not just show up and play, you know, early on, and you might have to adjust it to the therapy department. There's just, it's just a great organizational win to all three, the coaches and their preparation, and then it always comes down to player execution. So that's part of the reason why I keep emphasizing. I just want everybody to enjoy the win, and then turn the page tomorrow. That is the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Gates, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after the team's 23-12 win last night, advancing to the Eastern Final against the Toronto Argonauts. Well, defensively, the Ticats were dominant, to say the least. The Ticats defensively finishing the game with six sacks, an interception, forced fumbles, and... Really, all phases of the game for the Ticats defensively and special teams were working for the Ticats. And a big part of that front four is Julian Hauser, and he had himself a, a great game, just like everyone else on that front line. He finished the game with four tackles and a sack, and here's what he had to say after the game yesterday. Oh, that, that's huge. We preach that um, every week, every day. Create turnovers and make things happen. And if we do that, you know, the offense can take uh, – take advantage of that and they did that absolutely uh that's that we just had to seize the momentum and uh take advantage of it and as a defense i mean everyone bought out from the from the dbs to the linebackers to the d-line like you know um everyone played well and, and you know that's the outcome that usually happens no not really we don't you know we let the film we let the film do the talking uh we didn't read too much into that you know for us it's just go out execute do our job and good things will happen Absolutely. I mean, it's good to it's good to see the whole the whole D line play well in ball. You know, uh, we feed feed off each other. You know, if one makes a big play, you know, I want to make a big play. Like JG wants to make a big play. Ted wants to make a big play. So you know, it's just we we play well together, and uh, uh, we you know as competitors, you know, we all want to make our plays, but at the same time, we want to see each other do well. Uh, It'd be hard to say until I watch the film. Um, I like to think we play, you know, we have a lot of games that we play well. Um, from a um, productivity, probably. You know, I think we made a lot of things happen, forced some turnovers, some fumbles, and had a lot of sacks. So, yeah, I mean, moving forward, we definitely want to keep playing like that. I wasn't sure, honestly. I knew they had, uh, I knew there was some receivers or someone around that were going to be able to, you know, catch up to me. Honestly, I was just thinking, get as many yards as possible. Don't let anyone uh, uh, hatch it, cause a fumble, and uh, yeah, let the offense take over from there. <laughs> Are you hearing the crowd when that's going on? Nah, no, not at all. I don't hear anything when that happened. I'm just <laughs> completely locked in. It's silence. That is Julian Hauser as he spoke after the game yesterday. And, uh, you know, on Tiger Cats post game, Andy Fantuz and I named Jagarit Davis our performer of the game, but really, we could have given it to just about anybody on that defensive line because they were outstanding. And he heard Julian talk about that there at the end on that fumble recovery, kind of what was going through his head, what he was hearing. And, you know, to him, it was just complete silence. So, I mean, that's how locked in these guys are. It's pretty incredible to, to, to hear him say, I didn't hear anything. But meanwhile, 
23,000 fans were screaming at the top of their lungs, uh, cheering them on down the, uh, down the sidelines. But Julian House here as he spoke after the game. All right, one more piece of audio here before we uh, say goodbye on this uh, Victory Monday edition of Ticats Today. And it's a short one. It's, uh, it's Jeremiah Masoli. As there was only one question asked to Jeremiah Masoli yesterday, and it was from Steve Milton. And here is uh, the Jeremiah Masoli post-game press conference in its entirety. Uh, can you sort of describe that win, sort of how it was fashioned, what, how, what you saw from where you were sitting? Uh, I thought it was a good, uh, a solid team win. You know, all three phases contributing. And, uh, you know, special teams balled out, really contained them. And, uh, you know, we just did enough to win. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> that is Jeremiah Masoli's full post-game press conference yesterday. A total of 26 seconds. And you could tell he was happy to get out of there after just one question. He had a pretty decent game. And, you know, the numbers aren't going to jump off the page, but it's kind of what he did away from the play. You know, extending drives or, you know, avoiding sacks or avoiding interceptions. And, you know, if, the, if Jeremiah Masoli can, can play like that and maybe just a little bit better... Uh, you know, the Ticats might be in good shape next week against the Argos. All right, that'll do it for us today here on uh, Tiger Cats, or Ticats today, excuse me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate it as always. We are back tomorrow as the Ticats return to the practice field. For the Ticats Audio Network, I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day. Ticats today with Louis B. Subscribe, like, and get your Ticats fix every weekday.